Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Welcome to the latest edition of 100, the Ed Gordon Podcast. Today, part two of a conversation with broadcaster, philanthropist, and former basketball star Jalen Rose. In part one, we talked about how he and his Fab Five teammates helped change the college game, his strained relationship with his father, and how Jalen repeated with his children some of the same mistakes. And we delved into his mother's giant influence on his life. We started the second part of our conversation with his NBA career. Following in his father, Jimmy Walker's footsteps to the league, Jalen was the 13th selection of the 1994 draft. His father was the first pick of the 1967 draft. Rose would go on to play with six teams and reach the NBA Finals. He would have a career scoring average of 14.3 points per game. Was the dream what you anticipated? Was it better? Was it worse? What was it once you got there? It was work. It was it was business. It was uh like I went from being a member of the family and the crew to being the leader, to being the boss, to 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 juggling that while also needing to play against Akeem Olajuwon, Michael Jordan, <laughs> and Scottie Pippen, and, mm-hmm. and travel, you know, half of the time. And once I got to the league, I realized that 
my dream was realized. Like to be able to compete at the highest level with the best players and like be able to do work against them. Like if, if somebody says, hey, this is a Hall of Fame player that played in your era. I'm pretty sure I could tell you a game that I gave them 25 or 30. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that, that, that's, that's so very refreshing. To win most improved player in the league, like, every player work on their game awesome, right? And so, like, to come back and win most improved player, like, that was a big thing, to take the Pacers to their only NBA finals. That was a big thing. Nuggets rookie assist record. That, that was a big thing. And so, like, really fortunate that I got a chance to play as long as I did. And the, some of the dubious things that happened too. Like I love now in particular that rest in peace to Kobe Bean Bryant, the black Mamba. Um, I'm so very gracious that I was a part of his 81 point game because now there are going to be people called upon to speak upon that brother's legacy. Mm-hmm. And they're going to call Phil. They're going to call Shaq. They're going to call a couple of people, but they're going to call me. <laughs> and I'm happy that I get to be a spokesperson for not, not only like, like, like I knew Kobe. So like his agent was Rob Palenka. I played in college with Rob Palenka. Mm-hmm. And so when he first got drafted, I was already spending time in LA and hooping at the men's gym. There's a couple of times we used to work out together and do all of that. So I've known him since like the embryo stage of like his NBA development. And so for him to, you know, accomplish what he accomplished and become what he was becoming away from the game, um, it makes me happy that when Anashka Khan and Melvin Marr, we created the uh, 81 Olives commercial for Kobe. Like that was an idea that really came from, I'm pretty sure you probably saw it. I, I saw him and his wife Vanessa in Vegas at the Palms one time and I think they were having like date night without the kids. Mm-hmm. And I just glanced over at the table and it probably was like three or four. But in my mind, it seemed like it was like 12 martinis on the table. <laughs> so I was like, all right. So pitched them the idea about 81 olives and da, da, da. He loved it. He came down to the palms. We shot at everything. He was real gracious. And so, you know, for him to be lost so very young mm-hmm. and um, so very tragic and, and his daughter as well, like these are the type of things that become monumental moments in my life to make me reset. Mm-hmm. Like when 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 Lynn Bias got drafted, and oh he 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 was using drugs, and, and oh he got killed. Oh, you ain't got to worry about me. You ain't gonna do that. I remember when Magic caught HIV. It was the same time. BDP had a song. It's the J, the I, the M, the M, the Y. It was a whole thing that we came from an era where we didn't use condoms. I remember when that era started, right? And so, like, all of a sudden, when he caught HIV, my idol, my childhood idol, like, like if Magic Johnson right now say, hey, I need somebody, I want one person to come, like, Lay down the red carpet because they love me that much. I'll be that person. I'll let all y'all walk on my back. I love him that much. My idol. And so when that happened to him, I'm like, oh, got to strap up now. Uh-huh. And so, like, that's kind of how I saw somebody that I'm older than and Kobe Bryant mm-hmm. so tragically be lost 
And see, I was at the next game they played after he passed. We had that game. I was there. I saw the memorials. I stayed at the hotel right there. I saw the hundreds and thousands of people come. And so to so to be immersed in it, it, it gave me a reset of, wow, there's so very much um, life to live and so many things to get accomplished and uh, just refreshed to have the opportunity. Let me ask you this about, you talk about being able to play with the greatest of the greats. Did it ever hit you? I've had these moments, you know, when I had huge interviews like the OJ interview or what have you, you literally sit there for a second and go, damn, this is this is me. Yes, I'm here. I'm the one. I'm the one. Can you remember an instance where that hits you? Oh, no doubt. Um, So (laughs) like you guys most a lot of people most recently saw the last dance Mm -hmm. and it was a it was chronicling Jordan's final championship run as a member of the Bulls when he won a six championship. Uh, a bug on the windshield were our Indiana Pacers in the Eastern Conference Finals. We played against them. And it was the only time they went in the seven game series. And I was going to say, until then, I think people forget how tough y'all played them. Correct. And I remember the night before that game, laying on the bed, we was in Chicago, because I got suspended for game four... Like Reggie got to an altercation, shout out to Reggie and Larry Bird and all of them. So Reggie got to a little altercation, got a little tangled up on the other end. I walked out on the floor, petty rule, dumb rule. They suspend me for a game. We get blown out. Anyway, the, the series ended up going seven. And I remember just laying on my bed in Chicago, feeling like Scarface. I'm like, <laughs> what mine right now? You know what I mean? Like everybody think MJ and Scotty, about to have a second three-peat. Like, I'm about to go out here. I'm about to put, make a name for myself. Like, I'm about to be on the map. You know, and, and I, I, I remember just feeling like that's what I love about sports. The beauty of, like, one play can change your life. Yeah, yeah. Like, one couple of, one, look at, like, Lynn Sanity of Jeremy Lynn or, like, the, the list goes on. So yeah. I'm thinking, like, I'm about to change my life tomorrow. We lost the game. However, we was up 15. We was up 15, and I had my moment that I'm about to tell you about. I made two straight shots. They called timeout. I'm jumping around. Hell yeah. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Going crazy. I get to the timeout. Coach taking me out. I'm like, I'm like, word? <laughs> take me out right and i don't go back in so like the last five or six minutes of game seven and by the way i was a reserve reggie mills a hall of famer chris mullen mark jackson like we they were the squad i'm the young pup but i still have my contributions and i was still able to be able to do work right and so i ain't go back in and so after the game i was pissed like, no, the rest of the world didn't care. I told you, I built this up. Like, this is about to be. And so after the game, I was pissed. I basically put my clothes on without taking a shower. Mm-hmm. And I go to the I go to the uh, bus because I didn't want to talk to the media. I didn't want to talk to nobody. And I didn't want to walk past the coaches when I got on the bus. So I get to the bus. Two or three other scattered people on the bus. 
Larry Bird on the bus, sitting in the first seat. And I see him as I'm walking up the steps. And I did like that little kid when you're about to walk past your parents. <laughs> like, I'm like, get that. I'm about to walk past him. I ain't about to say nothing. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I stormed up the steps and I walked past. And he said, Jalen. And I stopped. Came back. He's like, sit down. He had a beer in his hand. He put his arm around me. And I stopped cussing in 2002 or three. But I have to say it right now because this gives effect. So if I ever do stand-up comedy, I'm going to cuss then. <laughs> so he sat down. He had his beer. He put his arm around me. He's like, Jalen. He's like, I fucked up. I was like, it's all love, coach. We'll be back next year. Mm-hmm. And I got up. And I never said another word about it again. And the next year, I was starting. And we won the Eastern Conference. And so that story for me in that few years really catapulted me from being like a really famous college player that is now a 20-point scorer in the NBA. And... That that right there was a realization in 2000 when my daughter was born and I got my big deal. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I love this game. I, I like this is this is what I expected and it's what I work for. When we come back, Jalen talks about his leadership academy, social media and his wife and he picks his goat. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here. 
This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Jalen Rose had a very successful basketball career. He's played on the big stage. And while he reached the pinnacle in high school winning state championships, the final win in college and the pros always eluded him. I asked, if not winning the big one still bothers him. For me, like I told you about the ones I won in high school, but the one <laughs> that, that really hurt is losing the state championship um, my sophomore year. And that's the precursor to the interview I was telling you, because when you watch that interview, I wasn't even happy. Mm-hmm. I, I, like, mo- like, I wasn't even like, yay, celebrating we. Like, I was pissed that we lost the year before. Right? And so when you get to college at Michigan, I was watching Duke beat UNLV, who I idolized in 90 in Anderson Hunt's basement, wearing all UNLV gear, I never knew the next year I'd be playing them in the national Mm -hmm. championship. Mm -hmm. And while they were the favorite, an all-time great team with Grant Hill and uh, uh, Bobby Hurley, um, at least losing that game is like you lost to a better team. So losing as a sophomore is like we did lose to Cooley. They did win three in a row, and then we did go on to win two. And then losing to Duke is like, well, they did beat Vegas. But when we lost to Carolina, I was like, come on. Like now, now that that right there, like most people look at the 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 like the C Web play at the end when mm-hmm. they did call travel or timeout. But in my mind, in my heart, and this normally what happens in a team sport when you don't have success, I feel like that was my worst game of my career. Mm-hmm. Like I was so mad at that game. And I I I look back at that like that was the one that got away. We like I want to give them homage and credit. Dean Smith, a legend. Donald Williams, who was the McDonald's All American, he shot us down. I want to give them love. Montrose and, and Lynch, ain't no ain't no shade, but but I will tell you this: when we went to the after party, they was waiting in line. <laughs> right. True story. They could get in. They could not get in. And then in the league, it's like okay. We are losing to Mike Scotty, Dennis Rodman, and Phil Jackson. Right. Like, 
If you gotta <laughs> lose. <laughs> yeah, right. And then and then Phil leaves there, and I gotta see him and he got Shaq and Kobe now. Yeah. You know, so I don't really look back at those situations except the Carolina one in particular. And that one is the one that really irks me because I hate how I played it in that game. Can we have a fair debate of who's the greatest when you compare eras? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. And what, what, what you have to do is remove your emotion from it. And for everybody, I want you guys to know something. In Detroit, it was a sin to root for Michael Jordan. Okay. So Ding I, dong. Like when y'all see me, if I'm saying it, like I'm, like I had years where I was like Dominique's best. Like I remember it was like Prince and Michael Jackson those years. Before Jordan started winning championships, it was like, yo. And, and then all of a sudden he propelled. But here, here's where I want to tell you how I come up with my, I guess, top five. Number one, the, the greatest basketball specimen to ever play basketball, Michael Air Jeffrey Jordan. The man played basketball with his tongue hanging out. <laughs> like, y'all start talking about what's cool and what's sexy. Like, he, like there's a reason why y'all wearing his shoes 30 years mm-hmm. later that are cool and that are sexy. Okay? And if you want to compare him to LeBron, let me just tell y'all something real quick. LeBron has zero three-peats. Michael Jordan has two separate mm-hmm. three-peats. That's a different level of dominance when you're able to win three in a row. Second, for me, Kareem. Like, young people, like, don't understand how he was disliked by the ma- national media because he was introverted in a lot of ways based on being a black man or when he played. But also, he um, was a tall man in, in, in this world that, treated him like a jock, but didn't treat him like an intellect, which he is. Which he is, yes. <laughs> right? And by the way, got the most unstoppable shot of all time, the sky hook, and currently is the all-time leading scorer. Six championships, six MVPs. Number three, Bill Russell. People are like, oh, you know, the rings and things you sing about, he can bring them out. 11 and 13 years. And did it as a coach. We're not going to minimize his error. I don't care if it was four teams. I don't care if it's nine right. teams. Because they do that with Wilt. They minimize yes. the era. Yes, correct. Like, that, you can't do that. And, and then next, I like like it's like pulling teeth for me. Like I want to have magic. Most people would definitely have LeBron a lot higher. Most people have LeBron as the GOAT. I thumb wrestle for magic and LeBron. But if you go straight to what people have decompressed it to, MJ and LeBron, like MJ's dominance, you got to look at how he did it at his height. And usually that's when they first start winning championships. And when he won his first championship, other players weren't able to win. Mm-hmm. So in this era, yeah, LeBron got his four, and, he's, and he deserves all of the accolades he gets. But you look up Steph Curry, dude got three. You know, you look around like, oh, how many Kawhi got? How many KD got? Like other great players in this area era have been able to eat. But the GOAT is Michael Jordan. Jalen has made his mark post-NBA as a broadcaster. He's an ESPN host and analyst with a daily show. And he's a key part of the network's NBA coverage. His podcast is a favorite of sports and pop culture lovers. Plus, he found love at work. Rose married fellow ESPN talent Molly Karam 
in 2018. You are now a married man. Yes. Uh, you you married uh, Molly, Karen Rose, as she says now. Yes. <laughs> um, give me a sense of, if at all, that surprised you. That she didn't even know my name? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You know the term, like, I'll kick your coverage, right? And I start, I start, I look at other public figures and I say that about them too. I'm like, D-Wave, he's saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. I know JB saying the same thing. Swiss Beat saying the same thing. Like it's uh it it, it it's I guess the goal to outkick your coverage if you're still very lucky. <laughs> in, in particular, in our industry, my industry of sports and entertainment, because there's a level of familiarity with what mm-hmm. you do for a living. And you get a chance to study together, travel together, but also when you have to go do your thing, there's an understanding there. And then to take it a step further, we also work for the same company. I wondered how Jalen dealt with the attention his wife receives from men. Prior to their marriage, even some guests would shoot their shot toward the now Mrs. Rose, occasionally even crossing the line by saying something inappropriate. Molly is one of those women who gets a lot of attention, not only just because she's a beautiful woman, but she gets what I don't like, and that's that internet attention. How do you deal with that? Because it's a whole nother level of what you've got to deal with when she is who she is. Correct. And like you said, like the beauty about social media is it's, it's an app on your phone that you don't have to deal with and you can turn off. The problem is as public figures, that's how we get information. And so people say, well, you should never look at it. Well, like, it's almost in your best interest to right. pay attention to what's being said about you. That's like saying somebody famous. I mean, that's somebody that's buying stocks, not paying attention to the stock market. Like it's, it's, it's in your best interest to pay attention to what's being said about you and yours. And so first, she does a really good job of comporting herself, handling herself with maturity and, 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 and not allowing you know, any naysayers to get into her her, her mm-hmm. personal space as it relates to like how guys choose to interact with her or fans or stands or people that go too far. There are some people that are in our industry and or like that I know that in certain instances have gone too far with mm-hmm. their comments or their likes or stuff like that. Even people and I'll just quietly like unfollow them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or something like that, because instead of me trying to, you know, um, since it's not like you said, it's Internet. So, like, if it was like you said, it was in person, then I could say something. But since it's not in person, I can't be now going to dive into comments or going to dive third right. party right. into responding to messages. You know, I just got to let it rock. Jalen is a lover of pop culture, often making references to movies or lyrics during his sports analysis. From time to time, he's become a cultural touchstone or a trending topic on social media. His hair has been the subject of many a debate, from the designs to the waves to the color. Comedian Kevin Hart even joked that maybe what sits atop of Rose's head isn't all his. How much did you find it interesting when your hair became a star in and of itself? First off, let me tell you, 
This man is from Detroit, Michigan. <laughs> okay, I'm wolfing today. That's why I'm wearing a hat. Let me tell y'all something. Anybody out there, in particular, somebody that's born in the 70s, if y'all think I'm going to take the time and energy to go get like surgical procedures on my hair and stuff like that, like y'all ain't that important to me. Like <laughs> I would cut it bald before I did all of that. Mm -hmm. This is all natural grass. And to answer your question, I think if I would have known that people were so interested in it, I wouldn't have never wore a bald head. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I was walking around with a bald head in the league. Man, I could have been on some, some smooth GQ, fresh cut, suited and booted with the haircut. But I was like, bling, bling, bald head, mm -hmm. you know, rough and rugged. And so I do appreciate the love. I'm really fortunate that I get, as you know, it's really just hereditary. I ain't doing anything. You know, <laughs> you look at pictures of my father, you look at pictures of my mother, they both had you know, their own hair laden to their lives. And so um, I appreciate it. And, and as you know, um, television, internet, YouTube, they're visual mediums. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It is what it is. And I always say that I don't have a radio face. So if I'm going to go and be presented to you, right. you're coming right. You coming right. might as well be clean. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I might as well be clean. Y'all going to judge me on it. I might as well be clean. Rose is known to ask his guests about a list of favorites, so I turned the tables. I picked a question that included our hometown. All right, last one, man. This is, this is Jalen Rose's question right here. I want you to give me your three top musicians with Detroit connections. Often you talk about people from there, right? But I'm talking about connections, so we can throw in George Clinton, you know, who wasn't born here but recorded all his jams here. So, Three top musicians with Detroit connections. Okay. This is, and by the way, shout to somebody I love so very much, Don Cornelius. Cold blooded. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I got a chance to meet him at, 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 at a point when I was living in LA. Like, he was a legend. And was as cool as he you thought he was. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. There's a picture of him. <laughs> Staring at Aretha when she was on the show. That's so classic that I'm going to put it up in the studio. Anybody check that picture out. So to answer your question, uh, clearly, since I only get three, no particular order. Marvin Gaye. Um, man, how, 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 how far was he ahead of his time? You know what I'm saying? It sounds like what's going on even, like, just, like, resonating sexual healing. Tragically killed by his father, man. Um, oh, uh, Aretha Franklin. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, I just was riding on Aretha Franklin Freeway <laughs> and at Aretha Franklin, formerly of Shane Park. Um, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Um, third one, if we go in connection, I'll say Michael Jackson and or Jackson 5 because mm -hmm. they were Motown. Mm-hmm. I will say that. And shout out to Barry Gordy. Don Cornelius and Barry Gordy as an athlete, like people don't realize those are two people that really influenced me heavily. And, and Coleman Young, like to see those three like black men at mm -hmm. the time, like and, and like be well-dressed, well-spoken, we strong. Um, I, I, I admired that. So yeah, um, Michael Jackson and the Jackson 5 get that third spot. All right, Coleman Young, for those that don't know, former mayor of Detroit and one of the coldest politicians mm -hmm. and a man who took no shit. <laughs> <laughs> we closed with talking about why he's so passionate about giving back, especially educationally. 
Years ago, he created a foundation, and later, he would co-create the Jalen Rose Leadership Academy, an open enrollment tuition-free public charter high school in Detroit. Jalen, let me ask you about education and what you've done with your academy. Uh, you know, you gave me a tour early on, and and I told you then, I so admire what you have been able to do. It's it's easy with your background to go recruit cats to play ball, right? Yeah. But right. to recruit children to say, your future is dependent on you getting yourself right. And the way we get ourselves right is educationally, is extraordinary. Talk to me about where the academy is today and what you hope it to be. One of my secret weapons that I used to like, you know, sometimes they say play dumber than your mark. One of my secret weapons, I used to really think that some people felt like I was a dumb jock. I used to be like, like, y'all don't even know me. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I always was an honor roll student every year, uh, uh, elementary, middle school, high school, college. I made the dean's list. So like education was always important to me, always important to my family. I graduated from high school, mass communications, radio, TV, film was my major at Michigan. I ultimately left after my junior year, did go back and complete my degree. So like education was something I, um, it, it was important to me, but I also wanted to make sure I practiced what I preached. And then I started an endowment at the University of Michigan um, in the early 2000s, just graduated two or three students. And I started the Jalen Rose Charitable Fund that was influencing five PSL students that ended up influencing around 40 students over an eight-year period. And so I was like, it's great that I'm helping five a year. It's great that I'm helping 40. But how can I do more? Because I realized that I'm sending these applications trying to give away thousands of dollars to students. And I realized, like, I'm begging the principal to call me back. The counselor is not. I'm like... I'm like, there's a disconnect still, right? I'm like, all right, I got inspired. And I was watching um, CNN. I saw Dr. Steve Perry. And Andre Drummond ended up playing for the Pistons. Mm -hmm. And I remember watching his stories like five or six in the morning. And he was driving the bus. And he was the founder of the school. And he was fundraising. And I had just read that Detroit was looking for more um, standalone high schools because usually when people want to help black kids they do it when we're younger because we have more parental involvement versus when you're in ninth grade when you're on social mm -hmm. media you've been exposed to sex drugs violence gangs and the things that come with your community we're not considered cute and cuddly at that age anymore and so there was a vast shortage of high school so i was like not only do i want to start a high school but you can't do much with a high school diploma anymore I want to create a nine through 16 model while I'm also influencing them via secondary education. So, uh, and shout to my, uh, my co-founder, Michael Carter, because it doesn't happen without him and his wife, Pam, and the supporters that we have, Jeep and the Pistons and Platinum Equity and everybody. And so like a nine through 16 model means that I now have 400 plus uh, scholars in high school and I have another 700 alums that are in trade school, military, community college or four-year college or university. And now all of a sudden that's a real success infrastructure. It ain't graduate from high school, throw your hat in the air. And then you see everybody at the 20 year reunion mm -hmm. when the job ain't done. Right. And so 
that was my mission. We're open enrollment. We don't test students in before ninth grade. We don't test students out after ninth grade based on their test scores. We get zero state funding for our facility, zero. So everything that we need to do in that area requires us to be written or raised. And after 10 years of being one of the most successful schools in Detroit, now my mission is to expand. And we need two more classrooms because we have two rotating teachers. Our scholars deserve a gym, locker rooms. They deserve showers. We've been in existence a decade and have never played a home game. Mm. I've never played a home game. So I'm on a mission to make sure I get out here and raise this $8 million to make sure that we get a state-of-the-art facility on the northwest side of Detroit. People give back to Detroit, but they'll do it downtown where it may appreciate or they don't come necessarily into the community. And so this for the community, we've been a vaccination hub. We're going to be a polling site. Um, our local um, uh, local groups are now going to start meeting at the school. So it's not just even about the thousand young people that we're influencing. It's a community hub. And when I do this expansion, when we do this expansion, oh man, it's going to be a game changer for the city. I'm going to make sure I send you an invite oh, for the ribbon cutting because you was there at the beginning. Absolutely. And I appreciate that. You was like, whatever you're doing, I'm going to be there. And a lot of people is looking at me like, what, you about to really start a school? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, how, like, I'm like, yeah, I'm about to start a school. So I, I'm forever grateful that you were there for me for day one and believed in the vision. Hey, man, you know how I feel about you, brother. And so happy that you continue with the, the success of the academy and the career and looking forward to whatever you lay out there. And, uh, you know, you're making the city proud, man. I love and appreciate you, my brother. Looking forward to seeing you soon. For more information on or to support the Jalen Rose Leadership Academy, go to jraldetroit.com. 100 is produced by Ed Gordon Media and distributed by iHeartMedia. Carol Johnson Green and Cherie Weldon are our bookers. Our editor is Lance Patton. Gerald Albright composed and performed our theme. Please join me on Twitter and Instagram at Ed L. Gordon and on Facebook at Ed Gordon Media. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX 80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now.
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places.